Hi, and welcome to Finding Drishti Podcast. I'm Terry Cohen, a yoga teacher out of Austin, Texas. New this season as a visual supplement to the instruction in the podcast are videos on my YouTube channel. Search Finding Drishti on YouTube and subscribe for the latest videos. Take a seat and listen in. It's a Friday. I'm a little loosey-goosey today. <laughs> and we, uh, we had a chance to go out to McKinney Falls. Um, I was really nervous about stepping out and, and doing it like a park, um, but it turned out fine. The, the state parks, they've limited how many people can get a, a day pass and they have usually a morning, uh, a set number in the morning that can go and a set number in the afternoon. And so we got an afternoon spot and we just went down to the lower falls and we found a little spot where I could set up like camping chair. I had like bag of, you know, towels and sunscreen and our water bottles. And we just kind of like played on the edge of the water and it was really nice. It was really nice to be out in nature. And we saw this really huge blue heron, like when it was standing tall and kind of stiff. It almost looked like a, like a toddler size statue. It was kind of cool. So, um, yeah, as, uh, <laughs> as we're in this longer, um, enjoy our state parks, you know, just give yourself some space, try not to go in like large groups. Um, I know some people feel like that this virus is no big deal and, and that we'll have immunity, but there's still so much information that is, um, being researched and, and, uh, I always feel like we need to have a healthy respect for things that are that powerful and deadly. Uh, like I have a healthy respect for guns. <laughs> uh, I grew up with, my dad had guns <clears throat> and like rifles and shotgun and um, handguns. He had that stuff when, when we were younger and we would go out to my grandfather's lake house and practice shooting. And I'm actually a pretty good shot. Um, but we, we definitely had like the fear of this can kill you or really, really hurt you. And so it's my kids dropping metal water bottles on the floor. Um, yeah, having just a, a healthy respect for, for the power of what we have in our lives. And when we can have, um, when we can have this healthy respect for what's happening with the virus, that it, it we're not, respecting it in a place of fear, but as a place of understanding that we have some clear risks. So um, just something to keep in mind as we move forward. We are now uh, eight solid weeks into this thing and um, a lot of new normals are starting to emerge. I'm on this small business group um, where there, a lot of them are, they normally run summer camps and trying to decide, well, how do I keep my business afloat and how do I um, offer things? Would people even want them? And uh, it's a tough place to be, but it's really cool to watch kind of the ingenuity, uh, the creativity of what these small businesses are doing to offer something different and new and give people a place to you know, still have some kind of activity for their kids um, without um, you know, losing those connections because the, really what the strongest thing that we have are these social emotional connections that we have with each other. And that's what people want. I mean, I know that when I see this, the news about 
local businesses that are closing, like Shady Grove in Austin is closing permanently. And, and I remembered having my like 22nd birthday dinner there and um, Thread Guilds is closed. Like all these establishments that were so Austin are, are closing. So, um, you know, the, the local businesses, we want to make sure that we're, we're connecting with them still because there is that emotional connection. So thank you guys for joining me in my, uh, meditations. And those of you who've been able to make my classes like this, this is keeping me going. I'm like, this is very much mutual that, um, as a teacher, I'm not a teacher if I don't have anyone to teach, right? So uh, I so appreciate everyone showing up. So anyway, today I thought we could bring our meditation uh, to just a simple place of kind of just creating this visual of what we need piecewise for a bit of calm, for um, allowing ourselves to reconnect with the earth and uh, what's happening in our world. So we're going to just start with a nice, simple seat. So get yourself situated. Make sure you have something underneath you, giving yourself just a little bit of lift. Relax your shoulders. We'll close the eyes. Take a nice deep breath in and then let that breath out. Let's do that again. Draw the breath in. And let that breath go. We'll work with the breath in and out of the nose here. And maybe as you have your eyes closed, there's still some residual kind of imagery coming through your eyelids. Maybe you have a source of light that's trickling through. Maybe you see the outline or shadow of whatever you had just last looked at. And see if you can visualize where your breath is moving within your body. And as the lungs fill and as they empty, it's like um, just watching like a balloon I want to feel just a sense of buoyancy, sense of lightness. And we want to make this breath as easy as possible. So this is not a labored breath. It's not a forced breath, but it's almost relaxed in the way that you have your ribs and your belly. So that as this breath comes in, there's plenty of room for movement where there isn't any kind of restriction of where the lungs can expand. And as you're resting here in your seat, can you start to feel maybe your pulse within your body? Maybe you hear it within your ears. Maybe you can feel it along your neck or throat. Yeah, can you visualize your heart pumping, pushing blood to all 
stretches within your body to your fingers, to your toes. And the push of that blood coming back into the heart, getting reoxygenated, and then pumping back out and through and around. And we have a power within our bodies that I don't think we often think about. I remember when I was pregnant with my older one and the first few weeks when you start to feel nauseous, you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I can survive this. I feel sick all the time. But I had a moment where I thought, you know what? This is kind of cool that I don't have to actively do anything and I am building a baby inside of me. Like it's just in its own process. I don't have to exercise a muscle. I don't have to do any kind of work within my body. It's just, it's doing it. It's doing it all by itself. And there is a power in there. There is a creativity in there, actual creating that's happening inside. And when I put things into that kind of perspective where my body has a sense of instruction already built in that I don't have to do anything to make this thing happen, there's a strong respect for that, right? Like, how cool is this that I have this power within me without even having to, to earn it, to, to work for it, that it was already built in? And so same way our hearts are pumping, we don't have to actively do anything to get the blood to move. Our heart's just going. Now we do have some control of our breath, but even then, if you were to pass out, <laughs> right? You get lightheaded, you pass out or something like that, um, your body kicks in. The breath will continue. So then taking one more step out, right, to the surface of our skin, this container of our, our physical body. And then even then, the surface of your skin isn't just like a bag of cells. It's interwoven with nerves and sensors all across you. And those sensors tell you when you're touching something, it can sense heat, it can sense wind and change of pressure. And again, you don't have to do anything, it's built in. And so then we take another step out, step out where you're kind of hovering just off the surface of your skin. And even at that little layer, we can sense energy. You ever have one of those moments where somebody's walking just a little too close to you, someone's hovering just a little too close to you, and like the back of your neck, the hairs stand up, and you just have that like, ooh, bit like that right we have this kind of energy field just outside of our, our the surface of our skin 
where you sense things. And we have an even larger kind of energy field where we can sense a lot of extra things happening around us. So say you are, okay, I know this is the time of the corona, but back in the day when you could have a, a party, <laughs> social gathering, when somebody steps into the room and they have this like, I don't know, like a dark cloud over them. Like you're Debbie Downer. <laughs> I think there was a Saturday Night Live um, <laughs> little skit about that, right? You have somebody who comes in and it's just um, everything that they say or do is just like, we can sense that energy. We can sense that change, that shift of energy within the container of a room. This sensing that we have is bigger than ourselves. It's bigger than the physical body, the surface of our skin. It goes into how we relate with each other. And this is why our emotional connections with other people are so important because we can sense each other. We can sense our energy. We can sense the mood in a room. We can sense the outside world. When you step outside and you see the clouds and you feel the, the humidity, you can sense the rain coming. You can sense when a cold front is pushing through. You can sense the, the heat when it feels like summer is here and, and it's not going away for a while. So we have all of these different ways of connecting with ourselves and with the people around us and with our environment. And that is powerful because what we do with what we sense and how we relate to each other is really the determining factor in how we will live how we will live as friends, as family, as neighbors, as a society. So don't discount what you experience. Your experiences are valuable. What we want to avoid instead is when we take our experiences and we discard them or we ignore what's happening or we try to judge it or we try to overanalyze it. But instead, see if you can let whatever is happening, whatever you're sensing, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're experiencing, and give yourself plenty of room and space to be with it. Sometimes that's the, the hardest task, especially if whatever you're experiencing isn't joyful, isn't a highlight moment. Let's take about five more breaths here.
gently open your eyes. Thank you for listening to Finding Drishti Podcast. Support this podcast with a donation via Venmo to Terry-Cohen, that's spelled T-E-R-R-I-K-O-E-N, and telling your friends and family. You can find my live online teaching schedule at findingdrishti.com.